Namo Buddhaya. Welcome to Monks in the Morning from Colombo Dhamma Friends of Mahame Onawa. The monks here are so happy to get to spend time with you now. When we're with each other, we get to learn all sorts of things that help us to be better people. The more we learn from our good Dhamma friends, the easier it is to remember to do the right things, even when it's difficult. This is really important to remember when we do end up doing bad things. That no matter what, the Supreme Buddha reminds us that we can give up doing bad things by following his teachings. And when we spend time with good people like this, we naturally start to give up those bad actions. Today, we're going to learn the last part of the Chula Kamma Vibhanga Sutta. Now, you may remember that Chula means little or short. Well, don't think that that means it's somehow less important. You may be small, but you're still important, aren't you? In the same way, even though this discourse is called shorter, it still has some big dhamma in it that will help our lives now and in the future. We'll learn why we can see people in the world who are very powerful, but we can also see some people who don't have any power. We'll learn why some people are wealthy and some people are poor. And most importantly, we'll learn why some people are wise and some people are foolish. We'll also chant the Mahakasapatera Bojanga Sutta in English. So get your chanting book ready or download the sutta by clicking on the show notes link. Let's begin the day by going for refuge and taking the five precepts. Before we take the five precepts, we should think back about any precepts we may have broken since the last time we took them. It's good if we can tell our parents if we have, but even if we feel too shy to do that, we can still make the decision right now not to break those precepts again. So think for a moment if you've broken any precepts, and then we'll take them again together. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Buddhang saranang gachami Dhammang saranang gachami Sanghang saranang gachami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Dutiyampi sanghang saranang gachami Dhatiyampi buddhang saranang gachami 
साधु 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 से आफ्टर मी आई ऑब्सर्व द प्रिसेप्ट ऑफ एब्सटेनिंग फ्रॉम किलिंग बींग्स आई ऑब्सर्व द प्रिसेप्ट ऑफ abstaining from stealing i observe the precept of abstaining from sexual misconduct i observe the precept of abstaining from telling lies i observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem i observe these precepts for happiness in this life for rebirth in heaven to escape from the sufferings of sansara may it help me may it be a blessing sadhu 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 नमो तस् भगवत several episodes ago called the chula kamma vibhanga sutta the shorter discourse on the results of actions so do you remember what was going on in that sutta there was a young man named subha who was curious about why he could see so many different kinds of people in the world he could see rich people and poor people smart people and stupid people beautiful and ugly and he didn't understand the reason so because he was smart he decided to go and talk to the supreme buddha so first the supreme buddha taught him about why some living beings have 
short lives and some have long lives, why some are healthy and some are unhealthy, why some are beautiful and why some are ugly. Then he taught him why some people are very powerful in the world and other people are insignificant. He said that the reason people become insignificant in the world without any power, people that no one pays attention to, doesn't listen to, that's because in their previous lives they were very jealous of other people. They were very jealous of the things that they got. So, have you ever been jealous of someone else? Maybe, you know, if you live in a Christian country or you have a lot of friends who are Christians, then around Christmas time, your friends may get lots and lots of gifts because that's the tradition in the Christian culture. So they come back to school or they call us on the phone and say, ah, listen to all the things that I got. So what happens in our mind? Maybe we even start to think, oh, why was I born in a Buddhist family? We don't get to celebrate Christmas, right? And we become jealous of the things that they own. We become jealous of the gifts that they get. This is a really terrible way to think. Because, first of all, we can think, are we happy when we're jealous? No. Is our mind calm and peaceful? No. When we're jealous, we're always unhappy. And that we can see for ourselves. But the Supreme Buddha taught us that because of that jealousy, in the future, we may be reborn in a place where we're insignificant, where no one listens to us, where we're not an important person. So the Supreme Buddha taught us instead that we shouldn't be jealous of other people, that when our friend calls us up and says, oh, listen to all the toys that I got, the games that I got, then we need to find a way in our minds to be happy, to think, ah, surely in the past my friend has done good things, that they've given things to other people, that they've protected other people's property. And because of that right now, they're experiencing all these nice things. Let me also do that. This is the way that we need to think. As soon as we notice that we're feeling jealous, we need to change that thought. And it's something that we can do. The Supreme Buddha never taught us to do things that were impossible. He only taught us things that were possible. So the next quality has to do with getting things. So we can see in the world that some people get a lot of nice stuff and they get to keep their nice stuff. But other people, they're very poor. They don't have maybe even the basic things that they need. The Supreme Buddha taught that when we don't give things to other people, because of that, because of being stingy, because of not practicing generosity, that in the future we'll either take rebirth in a lower destination or we'll have to be poor. But if we practice generosity, then in the future we'll definitely see the results of that, that we'll be wealthy, we'll have lots of things, we can make ourselves happy and other people happy in that ordinary way that things can do. So, for that reason, we want to be happy when we have the chance to give something. Remember that previous example of being jealous of our friends? Well, we have to remember, no, no, the Supreme Buddha taught us all about this, 
that surely my friend gave things in the past. Let me practice giving, and then in the future, I'll have nice things too. The last quality the Supreme Buddha taught this young man was about why some people in the world are very smart and some people are very foolish. The Supreme Buddha said that someone who never goes to wise people and asks questions, who doesn't ask what's good for me to do, what's bad for me to do, what will hurt me, what will help me, someone who doesn't ask those kinds of questions in their next life, they may have to be very unintelligent. But those people that do go to wise people, to monks, to nuns, to our parents, our grandparents, and ask them good questions. How should I behave? How should I train my mind? How should I practice meditation in a way that will be good for me and good for others around me? If we do that, then in the future, we'll be smart too. In fact, the Supreme Buddha explained that in the past, he always went to wise people and asked questions. When he was the bodhisattva, he would always take the opportunity to ask good questions. And because of that, in his last life, he was able to develop wisdom very quickly. So, we need to remember this too, and always take advantage of the opportunity to ask people questions. Good questions, not silly, worthless questions, but good questions that have to do with developing our lives, with improving our actions, improving our speech, improving our minds. Now, I know that some of you are very shy to talk to monks, that maybe you have questions about the Dhamma, maybe you don't understand something that you've heard in one of these programs, or that you've heard in a Dhamma school, and you're too shy to ask questions. So, the monks understand that sometimes it can be a little scary to ask questions, especially to ask questions in front of other people, we might feel embarrassed, maybe if uh, we're afraid that the monk will tell us, oh, that's not a good question, right? Then we have this fear. But children, you shouldn't have that fear at all. The monks are so happy to hear your questions because we know that when you ask questions, that that means definitely you're thinking about things very carefully. Because if you don't have questions, well, maybe that means that you're not really listening, right? So, if you have questions about things that you hear on this program, or things that you hear in a sermon, or questions about things that you recite in a sutta, or how to practice meditation, all these questions we really love to hear. So, maybe you can even make the decision right now that you're going to try and think of a good question that you can ask the next time you go to the monastery. You can just walk up to the monks, you can worship them, and then say, Bhante, do you have time for a question? And the monks will definitely say, Ah, yes, Buddha, yes. Come, let's have a seat. What's your question? And then you can ask your question and definitely learn things. So, don't be afraid to talk to the monks and to ask questions, because that's the way that we develop our minds. That's the way that we develop wisdom. So, 
These are the actions that the Supreme Buddha taught in this sutta. Do you remember the name of the sutta? Chulakamma Vibhanga Sutta. It's a very useful sutta to know and one that's good for you to reread. So just click on the link in the show notes and you'll be able to reread this whole sutta. Maybe you can even uh, draw us a picture of these different aspects of good and bad action. The monks would love to see that. So may all of you have the chance to practice good actions and give up bad actions to get good results like long life, health, beauty, wealth, and wisdom by doing these wholesome actions. May you soon experience the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya. Parita chanting. Mahakasapa Tera Bojanga Parita. Turn to page 42 in your chanting book. Do you remember who the Arahant Mahakasapa was? He was the monk who was best among those who practiced and promoted the ascetic practices. Things like wearing a robe that's made from rags, living under a tree, and only going on alms round to get food, not eating food that people bring to the monastery. Well, in this sutta, the Supreme Buddha teaches the seven factors of enlightenment, the bodhjanga, to Mahakasapa when he was very sick. This dhamma was so powerful that just by listening, the Arhat Mahakasapa immediately recovered from his illness. Today we'll chant the entire sutta in English so we learn the meaning. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Thus have I heard on one occasion the Blessed One was living in the city of Rajagaha at the bamboo grove in the squirrel's feeding ground. At that time the Venerable Mahakasapa, who was living in the Pipali cave, was afflicted with the disease, was suffering physically, and was gravely ill. Then the Blessed One, arising from his meditation in the evening, visited the Venerable Mahakasapa and sat down on the seat made ready for him. Thus seated, the Blessed One spoke to the Venerable Mahakasapa. Well, Kasapa, how is it with you? Are you bearing up? Are you enduring your bodily suffering? Do your pains decrease or increase? Are there signs of your pains decreasing 
and not increasing. No Bhante, I am not bearing up. I am not enduring and the pain is very great. There is a sign not of pains decreasing but increasing. These seven factors of enlightenment kasapa are well expounded, cultivated and fully developed by me. They lead to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths and to Nibbana. What are the seven? Mindfulness, the factor of enlightenment, Kasipa, is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana, investigation of the Dhamma, the factor of enlightenment Kasipa, is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths and to Nibbana. Effort, the factor of enlightenment, Kasipa, is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge to realization of the noble truths and to Nibbana. Rapture, the factor of enlightenment, Kasipa, is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge to realization of the noble truths and to Nibbana. Rapture, the factor of enlightenment, Kasipa, is well expounded, cultivated and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge to realization of the noble truths and to Nibbana. Calm the factor of enlightenment, Kasipa, is well expounded, cultivated and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge to realization of the noble truths and to Nibbana.
Concentration, the factor of enlightenment, Kasipur, is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana. Equanimity, the factor of enlightenment, Kasipur, is well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. It leads to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana. The seven factors of enlightenment are well expounded, cultivated, and fully developed by me. They lead to special knowledge, to realization of the noble truths, and to Nibbana. Most surely, O Blessed One, they are the factors of enlightenment. Most surely, O Sublime One, they are the factors of enlightenment. The Blessed One taught this discourse, and the Venerable Mahakasipa, Glad at heart, rejoiced in the Blessed One's explanation. Thereupon the Venerable Mahakasipa recovered from that disease, and that disease of the Venerable Mahakasipa disappeared instantly. Etin Sachin Suatihotu. By this truth, may there be well be. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. It was great to spend time with you again today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. I'd love it if you would take just a few minutes to click on the show notes link and reread the Chulla Kama Vibhanga Sutta. I know that you'll learn even more if you read it again with your family. So now let's share merits. Today, we've done many wholesome actions by body, speech, and mind. So may all of our parents, our teachers, our relatives, our friends, all heavenly beings, May they all rejoice in this merit, and may they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sadhu, 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 namo buddhaya.